you know, hey, I mean, that was a good point. I think we might start seeing some go back. Class 2A, and we're here to talk about it. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here, sideline to sideline, the 2A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing. As, of course, if you don't know, you can find us on YouTube at L4 Media Company. You can find us online at s2sgrantandterry.com and all podcast platforms across the nation and the world. And, Grant, how are you doing today? Doing well. How about you? Doing well. Uh, we were talking, you know, we're, we're at that age where, like, I almost said this the other day to you when we were driving. We're we're at the age where you and I basically just complain about life to each other. Oh yeah, and talk much. football. Yeah, it's like, hey, you remember that 2004 troop team? My back always hurts. <laughs> and you and I had such a great trip. It was hot, but it there was some relief last week. And then we wake up to 103 today in the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be 106 Friday night where we're going to be at. Uh, other than that, it's been fun, but man, this 106 and very humid in Hooks, Texas. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, that's right? the great thing about East Texas is you not only get the heat, you get the humidity as well, and it's it's going to be a fun. But hey, that's what we're here to do is to talk football, watch football, and complain about life. We will be talking two a today. We're going to be reviewing last week's uh, big games. If you, this is the first time you're joining us, that's what we do. We review and preview. We'll talk Timpson Jefferson. We'll talk Hooks Cooper. That was a really good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk Wink in Arizona. That was a high scoring game. That was a game that was a one possession game till uh, Wink put some points on late. We'll talk Beckville's bounce back. And we talked. <laughs> I remember when we talked Stratford Sunray. I'll admit I picked Sunray, and then you had me so guessing myself because you're like Stratford should win that by a couple touchdowns but I got that one right even though they lost and the same thing will happen <laughs> in the 4A show with you and Kilgore and Gilmer because I was I was riding off Gilmer like hey there's no way they're gonna even stay in the ballpark and right. and you were like nah, I think Gilmer's actually gonna win that game so anyway that's what we're gonna do today and then of course we're gonna preview some stuff first time Gilmer's went 0-2 uh to start the season since 98 and that was back if I'm not mistaken in 4A you know they had a, a run in 4A for one oh, realignment cycle, old, I think. What would be 5A now? Yeah, old 5A right, now. Right, um, yeah. Them and Gladewater. A lot of mm-hmm. people forget about that, that Gilmer and, and – and I, I think Gladewater, but I know for sure Gilmer because I remember when, when Jeff Trailer was first hired there in the very first interview I did with him, we talked about that, and he mm-hmm. was like, you know, yeah, Gilmer struggled, but people have got to remember we were in 4A and we had some – they had some really good teams, but they were – back then, East Texas 4A – it was a butcher, and you go, well, why didn't a lot of them win state? Well, it's because they eliminated each other. They just beat each other to heck. They had the old north and south zone. You don't see those much anymore. No. And, by the way, that's us talking 4A on the 2A show. Good job, man. I appreciate it. Uh, we do, again, want to thank SI Design and Printing for being title sponsor for all of these shows. Check them out online at sidesign.net. All right. Let's get to it. Let's review last week. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's go up to Toller and early, man. Toller 48, early 14. 
Early had 178 yards passing, 95 yards rushing, but committed like four turnovers. Yeah. Three of those were interceptions. Yeah, you know, you called this game. I thought it was going to be a lot closer, but again, what we always say, that turnovers and injuries are the – and really penalties are the great uh, the, the great curveball in a football game. Uh, and Early moved the ball well, but you can't turn the ball – you can't turn the ball over against bad teams. You definitely can't turn it over against a Rattler team that – you know, we had our crew out there doing their Peaster game, and – they th- that's a team that definitely last year left it and they left off exactly where they're at. They have that goal of getting back and going further. You know, sometimes you wonder if that'll be a thing like, you know, like we talked about with uh, with uh, Chapel Hill. Can they bounce back from that? Mm-hmm. Toller felt like they went out too early last year and they're they're angry and they're playing angry. Yeah. And that defense is so tough yeah. uh, for Toller. But, uh, you know, Toller, you know, it was, you know, I don't. Like their quarterback, Isaac Blessing, I think he had like 57 yards passing. Kelvin Murray had about 97 yards uh, rushing. I think they had some short fields to work with uh, offensively. And that's uh, hard to get rattlers. a that's hard to get a read on a team when they're getting those type of nights. Right. But we already know what they are offensively. Yeah. But yeah. defensively, again, they, you know, they, they limit a really good early offense. I know, again, early had some turnovers, but still, I mean, you know that 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 defense, especially the defensive front for Toller, looking really good so far. Well, and you know, talking with a coach today whose team lost uh, because of turnovers was uh, that Coach X. No, his his team they just lost because of they just punt. <laughs> I mean, he's that's why he is somehow wherever he goes. And we've said he's a coordinator and he's an offensive coordinator. Wherever he goes, he has coaches believing in the punting too. And that's just all he does. But, no, I was talking to Coach Atwood Holiday, and they lost to a really good Jim Nett team because yeah. they turned the ball over four times, and they had two pick sixes almost back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And he said it best, like, you know, we, we always want to say turnovers are our mistake, but defenses cause turnovers too. Yeah. And sometimes we lose sight of that, and you want to say, oh, well, they only lost because of their turnovers. And, yeah, there are unforced turnovers, but there's also – Forced turnovers, yeah, and so and Toller's a team that over the last four years they're they're forcing a lot of turnovers. That tells me it's them and not just oh early just handing the ball to them. Right. All right. Let's go out to Centerville, forty three, uh, Crawford twenty. Uh, Centerville's running back Andrew Newman ran for two hundred fifty seven yards on fourteen carries. Yeah, you know. Th- Crawford's a 2A school. Uh, they're a little down this year. Last year, of course, they went 14 and 1. They don't return. They're uh, still a tough out. They're still, they're, yeah, they're, they're still going to be a tough out. They're just one of those teams that are just tough to beat. Yes, exactly. And and, and they, they returned seven starters last year. They beat Centerville. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about Centerville in the next segment. I, I think, and we said it before, I, I think Centerville. If the bracket breaks right for them, that they could play for a while. Yeah, uh, and I think this is even though it is a young Crawford team, it's not beating Crawford; it's beating them forty-three to twenty. To me, that's the bit, most impressive thing. Yeah, Lamarcus Justice also ran for sixty yards on just eight carries, so that's a pretty hefty uh, average as well. Hey, what about uh, Backville? Good bounce back game for yeah. them. Uh, yeah. They beat Joaquin sixty to seven. Jacoby Williams, who Timpson we saw in person, just shut him down all night. But I still think a lot of it was they were trying to force things into him. Uh, this week he only had eleven carries, one hundred and seventy seven yards, and just mentally where Beckville was, I, I, I think that they real easy to mail it in after getting. Let's just. Got Say it, donkey just, stomp. Yeah, they just got ran out of the stadium against Timpson, so it's very easy to hang your head and just, uh, you know, that, that's a negative. But yeah, to to. 
bounce back and gets a really good walking team, right? Well, are they? I mean, that's they're zero and two now. Yeah, um, they're zero and two, and they got boat raced. I mean, this is and this is a rivalry game, so we'll have, we'll, we'll have to put a bookmark in there. To be good, right on paper. I, I mean, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so. and, and being fair, I'm trying to. I can't remember who it is they beat. I got to look that up. Being fair, you know, I think they've played two good teams, but mm-hmm. still, it, it's just like we said about the Beckville loss to Timson. It's not the loss; it's how bad you are. Yeah, they lost to Arp, so. Ugh. That's a that's yeah. ARP's okay three A. They're not they're not true. Oh, that's gonna ruffle some three right. A or ARP fans. Uh, but yeah, you know, Joaquin, you know, came in that they did they did have to return a lot, but they had Gage Gore, Jordan, their quarterback, who you know led them to the nine and three record last year. I'm just a little shocked that it was that bad. But maybe maybe Beckville is just angry. Yeah, I, I think they probably were. All right, the aforementioned Timpson. How about Timpson forty eight, Jefferson twenty nine? I think a lot of people thought. Uh, Jefferson would hang in there a little bit more, right? Especially with their running game and a really good running back. It's crazy how much. Why is this pen leaking all over my hand? Oh, way to go. It's crazy how much this game mirrors last year. This game this year finished uh, 48 and 29 uh, for Timpson. It was 22 22 at half. Uh, Timpson got uh, 19 in the third, seven in the fourth to make it 48 29. Last year it was 52 29. And yep. it was almost same thing. It was, I think it was tied or maybe one possession, but still, it, it, it's weird. And this just shows you how good Timson is. This isn't necessarily on uh, Jefferson, uh, but it just shows you how deep a two A team can be. Are you okay, buddy? It looks like I jacked off a squid. Look at that! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, manually stimulated. So uh, stimulated. I, 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 you're lucky. I had the overlay on, so nobody can see you just smacking your oh. hand out the screen. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think that that's a knock on Jefferson's depth. I think that's how good Timpson's 2A depth. And by the way, J.J. Garner got uh, Texas Player of the Week by Dave Campbell's. Vosky Howard, as you said, four touch or three f- touchdowns in the second half, four overall. Uh, Garner's a junior, folks. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to miss some things because Terry Bussey is a one of those top that he's a Quan Crosby type that mm-hmm. we all, you know, but JJ Garner is going to be right there on his heels oh, by yeah. the time he's done next year. This gets special. And the fact that they're using Vosky mainly at running, when they get Bussey, you're going to start seeing him split out. You're going to see JJ Garner split out. I, I let's be- not forget how good JJ Garner is at linebacker. Too. Exactly. Uh, we talked about the first three snaps against Beckville. He had two tackle for losses. There's all district linebackers who will get two tackles for losses all year. Mm-hmm. He got two in the first three snaps. And, and I'm going to tell you, man, I, 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 I was jaded coming in because of how Refurio last year, but the more I watch it, Timpson, man, it, it just, it looks different. I know they, Beat all these teams the same last year, but there's just there's something about I, I want to talk to their head coach. Their offensive line coach just started following us on, on Twitter, and I might message him. I kind of feel like maybe they re refigured their uh, their conditioning this year because mm-hmm. they just looked stronger in that heat against Beckville. They didn't like they were ready to come out. Oh yeah, yeah, they could play six quarters. Yeah, especially when you're scoring. Well, they that got much. a big one this week against Dangerfield, which we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah, because that's another one of those. Last year, everybody thought Dangerfield would give them a game, and just like the Jefferson game, they had the game for two and a half quarters, and then Timpson just stepped on the gas. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wellington loses to Lubbock Christian seventeen to sixteen. That's not a bad loss. No, you know they had you know Wellington had two hundred fourteen yards rushing in the game, just eighteen yards. That's passing. what they do. Yeah, uh, Carson Tarver. 
the quarterback for Wellington had 64 yards rushing, yeah. and uh, Trayvon Lewis had 10 carries for 79 yards. But, uh, you know, a great defensive performance on both sides of the ball. You, you need know, both teams, you know, Lubbock Christian and Wellington. But Wellington flexes their defensive muscle a little bit too. I agree, but you need more than 16 points when you have 214 yards rushing. Oh, I, without I, a doubt. I remember. And, I mean, you need more than that. In just about any yeah. game this 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 day and age, I remember Barry Switzer basically said, "For every hundred yards, you should have ten points to fourteen points, and so to have two hundred fourteen, you should have been sitting at minimum twenty. And, that, and that's just again, sometimes I, that's finishing drives. Yeah, and and, right? and I know we just joked before we got on the show, we're already week three, but let's remember, yeah, that it flies by for us, but that's only two actual games being played. So there's offenses are still figuring out their flow and, and being more consistent. Um, Hooks outlasted Cooper in a game that we talked about last week on the 2A and the 3A show. Uh, I'm not th – this whole result doesn't surprise me. Hooks without their back with their backup quarterback, who was their starting quarterback a lot last year. Uh, Cooper with that defense again. I, this doesn't surprise me. And, again, as we you'll hear us say when we talk about a, a team losing to a higher classification team, this in no way knocks Cooper and me. Oh, for no, me. not at all. But, I mean, this was a close ball game into the fourth quarter. I mean, it ended somewhat close, but it was really close for at least three quarters. And just for me, I, I, we, we talked about it last uh, week when we were talking about Beckville and, and, and saying, you know, like everybody keeps talking about them being the team uh, behind Timpson. I, I still go back to it. For me, it's it's right now. It's Cooper. Uh, you, you you look at. Oh, sorry, if something's playing what are you on these. Doing? I'm trying to look. Max, I hate Max Prep. I hate Max Prep. Clean y'all stuff up. Y'all are the UIL's official stat. Clean it up to where videos aren't popping up whenever you sign in. Um, but Cannon Ingram. Not scorched earth already. The can <laughs> we're weak to what scorched earth yeah. outside. Cannon Ingram. He's averaging 125 yards a game for the Bulldogs. And, and this game's just gonna iron sharpens iron type of game for me for them. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How about Poe 33, Fall City zero? Wouldn't you think? I don't know. I thought I kind of thought the Beavers would play a little bit closer to the Pirates. Yeah, you know, we both we this was a game we we spotlighted last week and we both picked the Pirates. But yeah, I, I kind of felt like, you know, after the week before scoring 48 against Three Rivers, and I know Three Rivers isn't great, but I mean, you look at this game last year, well, never mind. It was a shutout last year too, so maybe there's just something for about Fall City, you know, it might be the fact that both has a hell of a defense for 3A. Uh but yeah, I would like to have seen more points for them, but they'll get Stockdale this week and they'll feel better about themselves and marlin got back on the field right but yeah they took it on the chin of. to to mark 48 to 8 you know look that's tough it's tough playing mark period yeah, I, I wouldn't it, want to play him. It, it's tough playing mark when you're you haven't played a game and they've already played one we always talk about that the leap between week one and week two is so vast um but especially when you have everything that's going on with them mm -hmm. and, and you know it, it's just for them just to, to get back on the field is, is a win in of itself. Yeah. And, and Coach Torres is doing a wonderful job down there trying to, you know, Marlins, it's just for whatever reason, it's just one of those communities that right now it's just it's depressed and, and they've got to figure their way out of that. And he's trying to turn that program around and hopefully they can stay on the field. They're, they've always got talent, but the last. Hey, they were great. Last few years, they've been really yeah, good. Yeah, they came back up the last few years. And, and you know, their issue, we always talk about Atlanta and 3A, their issue's always been depth. When mm -hmm. they've had depth, they've, they're they a good team. And he was starting to get that. But then now 
they're kind of having to start back over. So I, I, you can't really even say what Mart is. I mean, we know what Mart is, but you know what I mean, in this game. There's yeah. no reading this game. Uh, speaking of the Stratford-Sunray game, Stratford out last Sunray 23-20. to 20. Uh, Stratford had 238 yards of rushing, only 58 uh, in the game. Uh, this was a game, though, that where – Sunray had like three big plays and the rest of the way the, the Elks just shut them down. And, and on two of those big big plays, Stratford got stops or turnovers two or three plays later. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's what you want to do when, when you're, when you've got the run game that can just kind of put it on cruise control and just grind out that second half. That That's what you want your defense to do. Yep. How about Wink 48, Ozona 36. Wink's quarterback, uh, Jeremiah Gallardo, uh, threw for 90 yards, and then uh, they're running back. And if you can help us pronounce this uh, this guy's name, maybe email us. What's our email address? Uh, S2S – oh, no, sorry, Grant and Terry at S2Ssport.com. Yeah, uh, the running back, Kimed Fasin, Fasin, uh, he ran for 217 yards on 18 carries. Wow. that That's big time right there. Yeah, I mean, that's does – it, does it not seem like we've got a lot more – uh, runs for 200, throws for 70 games going on. And not just 2-8, like all through the classifications. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, I love throwing. Don't get me wrong. But like you and I always say, I love pretty throwing. I love what we saw Bushland and Canadian when they're throwing. Because yeah. they're not – it doesn't look like a – But ch- I still like kind of what Wink did, though. No, that's Has what I'm a guy that goes that's for almost saying. 220, yes. you know, uh, on just 18 carries. I mean, that's, that's fun to watch sometimes. I, I think it's fun to watch. And that's one of the – I mean, that's when we started – Want, you know, people don't know when we started this show, we we did 5A for a while, and we even did what then 5A and then 6A, but we just got bored of seeing every team run the spread and run the same five plays. Yeah. Now it feels like at three, like we can go see in two in one week if we see two game, games, we might see four complete different offenses, yeah. and that's fun. Yeah. That's what makes it enjoyable. Uh, let's see where else are we going to go. I think that's it for wow, the review. Wow, that's it for the review. All right, yeah. so you know what? We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to preview week three right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 2A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing on L4. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, the Class 2A edition right here on 
L4 Media. I want to thank one of our new sponsors. We'll have more about them starting next week, but Small Town Society. You can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com. Uh, they're a small town because they're based in Franklin, and they have uh, women's apparel. Uh, and they have some really cool stuff. They have everything from the seasonal stuff, like right now they're rolling out their Halloween and their fall stuff. They have game day gear, which is not only Franklin, but they also have Tis the Season sweaters. They have football hats, all four women. Uh, they also have uh, a Hedrick Field Stadium shirt. So check them out, shopsmalltownsociety.com. Hedrick or Hedrick? Is it Hedrick? I don't it's know. It's Hedrick. Is it Hedrick? Okay, yeah, it's Coach right. Hedrick. Oh, okay. I, it's sold out, actually. That's their, probably their biggest seller. Really? Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can find them again, shopsmalltownsociety.com. And next week we'll have a video ad for them. I wonder the if video. they have pumpkin outfits for Halloween. Like a shirt? Yes. Like no. an outfit? No. Yeah. No, this, this, this is quality. Okay. And this is high class. Well, this the, is not just, grant level. I want to go as a gourd. I do. Anyway. All right. All right, let's get into the preview part of the 2A show. Where do you want to start? Man, let's start with a big one. Timpson versus Dangerfield. Uh, I believe this is in Dangerfield. Uh, Timpson got the better of Dangerfield pretty much in the second half. It was, I mean, they just started pulling away. Do you think it's going to be different this year, or do you think Dangerfield's going to go four quarters toe-to-toe with them? I don't know. You know, you and I felt like maybe we were getting a danger, a different Dangerfield. And I know they're two and zero, but then listening people that listen to us that have seen Dangerfield are like, now nah, Dangerfield's literally the same thing. They've just been able to out athlete their guys. So you I, can't I saw them beat Tatum thirty four to seventeen yeah. last week, and uh, they did some really good things offensively. They did they played pretty solid offensively, uh, but yeah, I, I kind of think they did. They were out of position a, a few times defensively, and if they get out of Defense or out of alignment or anything like that, out of position against Timpson, it's it's to the house for Timpson. I mean, JJ Garner, we keep talking about him uh, filling in for Terry Busey uh, or Bussy at uh, a quarterback, but JJ Garner can really expose. I, I, he doesn't even feel like a backup quarterback at this no, point. No, no. I mean, he'd start at ninety nine percent of Bussy. Anybody else we've seen play right? Bussy's is a more advanced passer. Um, but other than it's not that J.J. Garner's not there hey, yet. Amari Bruton, the, the receiver, can bail out Garner on some of the – Yeah, if he and we saw a couple of those. Throws, yeah. I, I, which there wasn't many, but, I mean, Bruton can hole him in. Vosky Howard at running back we talked about. And, and just defensively, this is going to be a tough road to hoe for the Tigers. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Last year, uh, Timpson used a 21-point first quarter and a 20-point fourth quarter. Uh, Dangerfield basically scored eight, eight, and then six and six. And so again, it played out literally like Jefferson did last year, and Jefferson played out the same this year. I, I still want to go about Bussy, but I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, yep. I think Timpson wins. I don't, I don't see it being any different. This is not a knock on Dangerfield, but you said it best. Dangerfield can can play through their mistakes when they're the most athletic on the field, and this is one of the few times. That they're not, and it still amazes me that it's a two A we're talking about. But yeah. uh, I, I just, I think right now Timpson's on a roll. I think it'll be closer. I don't think it's fifty four twenty eight. I think hey, it's I within think, eight. I think uh, I think Dangerfield can stay within eight to. I 10. think Jefferson's. I mean, Dangerfield's offense is better this year. Yeah, they are. And, and Timpson has got a good defense. They're not. I do think this though. I think uh, after watching the the Tatum game, yeah, you know, twenty one of those points against Tatum was the long ball. 
right? Yeah. The, I mean, just the the straight down the field, just kind of what they've guy. become the last four years, right? But I think they need a lot. I mean. I don't know if that long ball's there necessarily. Uh, maybe the route's open, but I think defensively, Timpson can get back and uh, yeah, get in the backfield before you know quarterbacks got a chance to really launch it downfield uh, with any hope. So I think Dangerfield offensively is going to have to uh, rely more on the running game and the mid to short game uh, uh, throwing. Yeah, I, I agree, but I, I still just think in, until you beat Tim, until somebody I see beat Timpson, I'm just going to keep going Timpson at this point. Uh, the other big, if it wasn't for Timpson, uh, Dangerfield, Referio versus Edna. Uh, this actually might be just as big of a game, man. I think look, it really Refereo, is, might be more because they do have a true rivalry going. Yeah, and Referio, look, they're one and one. Their loss was the uh, first week uh, to Hitchcock, 43 to 36. Uh, then they beat up on uh, poor Corpus Christi London, 55 to 10 last week. And then Edna, you know, they got Jaden Clay at quarterback, Cade Rodas at, at running back. The defense is playing really good. Uh, you know, they kind of uh, limited the uh, Bay City quarterback uh, without, you know, I mean, that that kid last week, Bay City's quarterback, uh, is it Estrada? I think it I is. Think so, Alex yeah. Estrada or something like that. Um, he had a, I mean, against a lot of teams, he would just ball out. But I think this Edna uh, defense really had held him in check and allowed them to win this ball game. So uh, I think Referio wins this game. I do too. Uh, but you know, I Edna has to play, or Referio has to play a clean game. Uh, I can't even looking it up. Like Referio's won the last four years, right? Um, and I, I just, I mean, we 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 say it like we talk about Bussy when he's playing Ernest Campbell, Ernest Campbell, Ernest Campbell, and then you also look at we we and we're not underrating him, but. Caleb Brown, maybe one of the best two-way players in the state. Yeah. He just makes big plays on both sides of the ball. Keelan Brown, the quarterback. Um, I, again, I go back to I, I, you can't do this, but, man, I really wish we could rearrange Timpson and Refugio across the brackets. That's the one thing, like Louisiana, because they do rankings, they get to basically manipulate the however they want to do the bracket. I would love to see this game in state because it has felt like it, that's the state game. And, I, I, again, we keep saying it, but I just see them – on that same collision course. And, yep. and I think this is going to, I think it's a closer game because Edna's defense, but I, I like Refugio uh, to do it. How, what do you think about Beckville versus Harmony? You know, Beckville, of course, lost uh, against Timpson, looked pretty bad, bounced mm -hmm. back last week. Harmony started the year off with a surprising loss to Hooks when Hooks lost their quarterback, yet still make, completed the comeback. They bounced back last week. I, I like Harmony in this game, but this is strictly depth, and I just think Boston Seahorn is is one of those. Again, we can rate with the other we've talked about. It's just one of those X-factor guys that can completely change a game. Yeah, I, I like Harmony not so much for the depth, but because of Boston Seahorn, and I think that defense has enough to at least keep Jacoby Williams in check. For backfield, right? Uh, yeah, and I, check is one fifty and under. Oh, I, I think they can hold him to hundred. Hundred. I think I, I think they can do what Timpson. The, the, the thing for me for Beckville after re, kind of going back and watching some of the highlights of that Timpson game, and then watching some of the, the stuff from Joaquin is they've got to find two A or one B for for mm -hmm. him. He is great. And we talk about yeah. Sometimes you can you have a kid. I think one one B is Kalen uh, Kalen Castles to Austin Berry at receiver. They've got to utilize that. I mean that that's a great quarterback yeah. to receiver uh, quarterback receiver duo. Yeah. that would really 
compliment Jacoby Williams and getting Kobe, uh, Jacoby Williams out in the flat a little bit more, not as much out of the backfield. And they, they tried that against Timpson, and it worked you know, for four or five yards here and there. Uh, but I, I think Beckville, uh, to hang with Harmony, will have to diversify offensively uh, a lot more than what they did with Timpson. Now, I think Timpson's defense put more – pressure on Beckville than what Harmony will be able to do, but I still like Harmony in this game. Yeah, I, I like Harmony in this game, and, and I don't think it gets as ugly as Timpson, but I could see it getting pretty bad. All right, let's now go to Toller playing Dallas Christian. Uh, that's a weird one. Uh, talking about Christian on the air, they're 2-0. and oh. Uh, Luke Carney's their big guy. He's kind of a fringe D1 quarterback on the air. He's thrown for 300 yards, three touchdowns, an interception. He's ran for 130 yards and a touchdown. They've got Jaden Davis at running back. He's ran for 96 yards on the year in two games. Uh, William Nettles, their wide receiver. He's kind of their big guy down the field. Nine catches, 122 yards. He has a couple touchdowns. Uh, they'll also use Davis out of the backfield. This is a good matchup for Toller just simply because Christian probably – has a little bit more of pure just talent. I mean, it's private schools. When private schools start looking for public schools to play, that usually means they feel good about yeah, themselves. Yeah, that's a little red flag, right? It's a big red flag. We I, always talk I, about Look, I don't think Toller's outclassed in this game at all, right? I think this Toller defense has proved that they, they can you know play with anybody, and then you factor in you know, Peyton Brown at, at running back, Kelvin Mur uh, Murray at running back. Uh, they're going to give Dallas Christian all they want, but I think, Dallas Christian might be the favorite in this one. I'm gonna, by a close margin. I'm going to go yay yay uh, public schools. I'm, I think Toller's going to win this game. Do but you? No, okay. I, I mean I, I I want to, but and to be honest with you, I haven't seen Dallas Christian, so this could be I haven't just, either. I this haven't could either. be just a, a. I've seen Toller once. Yes. on you know highlights going back. Well, the actual get you know their their first game. Yeah, with Peach uh, on Thursday night. Yeah, uh, saw that. Um, but yeah, not have seen you know i don't watch any uh private school games online so this is total guess but i do know that they probably got some dudes yeah I, I would again you you don't usually see these teams start going out looking for these games unless they feel like they're ready to play them so i'll, I'll go D dallas christian as well all, all right. right and before we close out one quick hitter real quick is uh centerville versus teague Right. Yeah, this is an interesting game. The Centerville's had their way with Teague the last couple times they've matched up. Uh, Teague, I think Centerville might be better than they were last year. Yes, but I know Teague better. is better than they were last year. Yeah, that's so. the big thing. They returned 16 starters, nine of them on offense. Uh, they have that Jaden Cole who plays both ways, who's really, mm -hmm. really good. Uh, we, we talked about their running game you know, in the last game with Andrew Newman, and he's kind of come out of, no, not going to say nowhere, but I, I don't think he was penciled in to be the the guy for Centerville, and he's come out and done that. And you see what he does against the Teague defense. I, I like Centerville in this game, but I, this does kind of have the feel of maybe Teague gets the win in this one because of a depth. I, I like Teague. I love Centerville, first of all, and I think Centerville's going to play a long time, especially into the playoffs. Uh, so I don't. I, I think this only will help Centerville get better, but I like Teague by seven points or so. All right, so what we're hearing is that Grant thinks Centerville is going to tank this year. No, no I, I don't. I, I like I, Woody's. I, I, I like their beef jerky. Yeah, I mean, uh, they got my favorite pickled quail eggs there. Yeah, you were I, excited when we went there the oh, other day. Man, I could kill those things, man. The next day it hurts. The spicy pickled quail eggs—that's where it's at, dude. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It hurts. It feels like they had the shell on the eggs. 
but they didn't. But just I've never the next had a quail day. egg. I've, I've had haven't? quail. I've never had a quail egg. Oh no, this just the so an egg is an embryo, right? <laughs> All right, that's egg. gonna do it for this week. We want to well, thank. We were talking. Are we not having fun? No. No, we're not having fun having you describe an egg. Anyway, okay. We want to thank SI Design and Printing for being our title sponsor. Also, again, welcome Small Town Society. We'll have way more about them starting next year. Uh, want to remind everybody you can find us on Twitter at Grant and Terry. You can like us on Facebook, sideline to sideline. Email us, Grant and Terry at s2sport.com. Until next week, he's Grant, I'm Terry, and this has been Sideline to Sideline, the 2A edition, right here on L4 Media. Begging now.